Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I'm your host, Dan Hennen. Today is September 1st, 2020, the first day of September, and our show will be about current events in the past week's news, geopolitical events, news across the world, news across the nation. And what I'll do is strip out the fake news and give and provide the listeners with some clean news updates of what's really going on here and try to cleanse out and strip out the nonsense. Keep in mind that this is a faith-based radio show. We'll start off this morning with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach thousands, even millions, if you will, Lord. May thy will be done, and we're grateful for the show and our audience. Please be with each and every one of them in their homes while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name, amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Well, we've got a lot of news to cover. I'll start off with this. Typically, this is a 30-minute show to wrap up everything from the previous week. So we'll start off August 23rd. Donald Trump announces plans to use con uh, uh, convalescent plasma to fight COVID. That made that made the news back on the 23rd. Kellyanne Conway announced that she's leaving the White House. Kim Jong-un in South Korea, rumors that he's in a coma. He's in a coma. So you got to watch all the things that are coming out through the news cycle and differentiate what's true versus what's not and what is not true but sprinkled with truth and what's true but sprinkled with misinformation. Now, the NFL is about to be starting here. And just this last week, the Football League announced that they did have 77 cases of false positives for coronavirus. False positives, 77. So we get into this whole scenario once again of what's true, what's not, how effective are the tests, how reliable are the tests, how accurate are the tests. With that, we have to keep in mind that the entire COVID pandemic is really actually a plandemic that is used for nefarious reasons. 
Now, that's not to say that the virus itself is a hoax. The virus is real. But how it's being used, how it's being portrayed with the media is all out to discredit President Trump. So watch how those things work. The Democrats in Wisconsin this last week rejected funding to stop the riots. And this was August 25th, if you want to look it up. This was confirmed by Mark Meadows. So we have the issues in Kenosha, the riots, the protests. Lots going on. Simply asked if they wanted some funding. They said no. So we've got to take this with a grain of salt. What's going on here? What's being done? What do they want to happen? And what do they need to happen? Remember, they want the riots. They want the chaos. They want the death and destruction. Even when given or presented with the opportunity to fix it, they will say no. August 26th this week, Operation Not Forgotten. There was a rescue or recovery effort in Georgia that recovered 39 children in the state of Georgia. Not much you hear on the mainstream media about this. These are types of things that I mentioned in the news that are huge, newsworthy, the types of things that should be on CNN, types of things that should be on the USA Today, local news, but we don't hear anything about these types of things. All we hear is orange man bad. Also August 26th, Phil Hogan, the EU commissioner resigned. And that's also pretty big news. Uh, the European Union, another resignation. A new bill in Missouri has been advanced, might be turned into law actually, to be able to provide children with guns without having their parents' permission. This news article came out August 26th, also flew under the radar. This will be for underage children, not yet adults, to be able to purchase a weapon without their parents' permission. Very interesting. There was a bomb threat at a postal service branch in California this week, also noteworthy on August 26th. There's a few more things on August 26th. Nick Sandman, remember Nick Sandman from Kentucky? He appeared on CNN. Keep in mind now, it was CNN that actually smeared and slandered him and paid him off and then had him on as a guest on August 26th. Uh, CNN is, is just really digging their own grave here with their actions and the normal person in the public may not be able to see this, but we're trying to raise the awareness of, of just how straightforward in your face this is and how corrupt these individuals are. New Jersey this last week, 21 were arrested in an online child porn sweep. This is August 26th. Big, big news, more cleaning the swamp, getting rid of the pedophiles. But not really in the news, not front page, not headline news. Something that should have been was a Michigan pastor 
charged, charged this last week with child trafficking and sex abuse. This is a Michigan pastor. So the swamp is being drained, the swamp is being cleaned, but we don't hear about it. Now, Tom Fitton, good man, Tom Fitton, doing a lot of good work here in the last three years, came out and says he did not like the Department of Justice's handling of the Durham case. He was quite upset thinking that all these cases that Durham is putting together is going to lead to prosecution, jail time, and sentencing. Well, it came out that really they're not going to do much about all these cases. And so I think Fitton is half right and half wrong here. Half right in the fact that the frustration that we've been being told by QAnon for three years that these people are going to go, go away, sent to prison, and possibly hang for treason, nothing will happen. But keep in mind that QAnon has also told us that these things will take place in military tribunals because the Department of Justice is corrupt. They can't take place within the U.S. They have to be done by tr military tribunals in Gitmo to, for them to be effective. So I understand that Fitton is upset. I think we all are. But this is the Department of Justice handling the case, and I don't think they're going to be the ones doing anything. So I think we can let that go. Um, that's, that is, is a very, very misleading. Now, we also had the Hurricane Laura hit this week, going from a hurricane category four, down to a one, down to a tropical storm and a depression. Caused a lot of havoc coming across the southern, southeastern United States. Now, remember that Navy ship that was set on fire last month in San Diego while at port? On August 26th, a suspect was being questioned for arson. And yes, it was a sailor. This is very interesting. That fire, remember that fire burned for days. This was not just an ordinary fire. There was chemicals or something else going on there that they could not, firefighters could not put out that ship, that US Navy ship. It took four days to put out that blaze. And hopefully we'll hear more on this case. But the suspect is a sailor who possibly set that whole blaze on fire. Very interesting. August 28th this week, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, CEO from Facebook, part of the deep swamp, part of the swamp, part of the deep state, part of the black hats, went out of his way to call QAnon a militia group this week. And they are trying to organize violence, unquote. So we know this is nothing but more propaganda. QAnon and the followers there are all peaceful. There is no violence. They aren't using violence. Part of the whole following is to open up, open up your minds, teach others, show them the breadcrumbs, come to your own conclusion of what you think and what you uh, what assume, what you can assume. But certainly has nothing to do with violence. And so Zuckerberg, once again, you got to watch the moves that he makes. He is one of the bad guys. Now, Biden announced that he will debate Trump, but he said he'll do it in 10 days. This is another reference, 10 days reference, going back to QAnon. 
QAnon has posted many times about things happening in 10 days. I find it very strange that Biden makes this announcement and use the 10-day reference. He said this back on August 29th, if you, if you want to look it up. So remember, Biden is not good with rallies, does not draw rallies, does not debate, and is not good at debating, especially Donald Trump. So part of the coronavirus pandemic is to shut down large groups of people, which benefits Biden and hurts Trump. No debates, which hurts Trump and helps Biden. And they're going to do this all the way up until the election. Got to watch what's going on behind the scenes. Speaking of behind the scenes, the CDC came out this week relating to COVID and updated the numbers. This story flew under the radar. Updated the COVID deaths to reflect that only 6% of those who died from COVID actually died from COVID. And what they went on to explain is that 94% of the COVID deaths resulted from complications of something else that the victim had. Coupled with COVID, enhanced by COVID. But COVID itself, not deadly. 6% of the people who had COVID and nothing else actually died from this disease. This is not a worldwide pandemic. But stories like that don't make the big time news. And they went on to explain that, keep in mind, people that are dying with COVID, that's 94%. That, act, that story, that stat is accurate. Whether they die from a heart attack, uh, stroke, car accident, or cancer, they are then tested for COVID. And if they have it, if they test positive, they rule that a COVID death. And that's why the numbers were all inflated and massaged to make it look like the pandemic was out of control. Only 6% of those really had no other symptoms. An ex-Boston police union president was charged with raping four more children this week. August 29th, this news came out. An ex-Boston police union president and charged with raping four more children. Key word is more. So, in other words, four additional children. Originally, if you look at the complaint, it was that he raped one young relative of his. And then, as the investigation went further on, they went on to include four more additional. This is an ex-Boston police union president. This is the swamp we're talking about. This is draining the swamp of the pedophiles. These things should be front page news. Now, those of you following QAnon have heard over and over that QAnon group has been considered by the FBI as a terrorist organization within the U.S. or a terrorist group. And more and more people started questioning that uh, this week. And they said, where does it say that? What evidence, what report shows that the FBI classified this? And it was reflected this week. There is no such article. There is no such letter. There is no official designation. The FBI made some comments about the QAnon movement, but never once did they call it or consider it part of a terrorist activity or terrorist 
organization, never. So when we hear that repeated over and over in mainstream media, radio, television, online news, and newspapers, there is no truth to that. That is propaganda. Anytime we have a reference to the FBI stating that QAnon is a terrorist group, that is not true. There is no evidence for that. There is no evidence to support that. So that is continual pushing of the narrative. And if you push it long enough, the American gullible public and anywhere else for that matter will end up believing it. And I think what we have here is that's the case. People believe it's a terrorist group. We get Zuckerberg saying that it's a promotes violence. And anyone interested, anyone who follows the group or the segment knows that is not the case. Now, on August 31st, just yesterday, four were sentenced in court after throwing a chlorine bomb at a police officer, nearly killing him, and then later detonating seven other bombs. This is the violence that we're involved with here in the United States. Not just regular violence, breaking windows, setting trash cans on fire, wrecking things, spray painting graffiti. There are bombs involved. There was a chlorine bomb thrown at a police officer. So four were sentenced just yesterday. This is also good news to put these people away. Now, earlier this week, there was news about the Flynn case, the General Flynn case with his attorney, Sidney Powell. Last week, they said, we should receive a decision from the N-Bank court by Monday. By Monday. This was last week. So guess what happened yesterday on Monday, August 31st? The petition for the mandamus was denied in the Flynn case. Announced August 31st that the petition was denied. Well, this is getting more outrageous as we go along. It's already come out that General Flynn didn't lie, didn't do anything wrong, didn't even commit a crime. Court paperwork shows that. So they dropped the case. He did nothing wrong. Well, Emmett Sullivan, handling the case, says that he wants to push it further up into the courts and get it retried. This is more of a tactic to delay, push things back. Keep Flynn under the microscope. And now here we get, once again, the Department of Justice is corrupt. They denied the mandamus. Well, Sidney Powell responded yesterday by filing and responding with a writ, a writ of uh, Sir Tiarari. Now, those in the law legal attorney profession may help clarify what that exactly means. But the writ of Sir Tiarari was what was filed in court. And that is another response that we only can hope something good will come out of it. August 31st, police confirm a shooting in an Alabama shopping mall. Now, by first reading this, I assumed that it was a mass shooting or a shooter at large. Reading to, into the details, uh, just one was shot. And so 
what we haven't seen recently is a mass shooting. The deep state has been so focused on making Trump look bad and the riots and the protests and the chaos that they really haven't had time, as you see, for mass shootings. And we haven't seen those. Once again, makes sense. This last week, we had the Kenosha riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And then on August 25th, the Jacob Blake shooting, killing Jacob Blake took place. And this resulted in additional chaos in the city times about 10. Things got out of control. And we know that in the aftermath of all that, Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse was involved with shooting three in self-defense. A lot of activity. Rittenhouse just uh, the other day uh, did name a team of lawyers going to handle his case for his act of self-defense. And the folks that he killed in self-defense were all felony criminals. So they're trying to spin this Kyle Rittenhouse as a bad guy as a violent guy and he had just completed his work for the day went down to help out with uh with help clean up some of the graffiti at a local car dealership and help out with those injured as he is a certified emt and the story we get though is that it's a madman with a gun killing folks so watch how that spins as well An interesting development came up here when we look for resignations and those stepping down. Look at what was announced here this week. Square Incorporated. Square Incorporated. Uh, Times, it's uh, connected with Twitter and Jack Dorsey. Their CFO stepped down this week. That person's name was Sarah Fryar. Stepped down. She was replaced new CEO announced is Amrita Ahuja. Ahuja. She's replaced. She'll be taking over. Now, her background, now we get more into the deep state once again. Her background was working as CFO for Activision Blizzard. For Activision. This is more video games. Video games such as World of Warcraft, such as the video game Overwatch. She was a CFO there. Now, Q has already made it plain as day that when false flags were taking place the last couple of years, there were ways to communicate. The bad guys had ways to communicate. Can't do emails, those will be tracked. You can't do phone calls, those will be tracked. You can't send text messages, those will be tracked. But what you can do is get into the gaming community, online gaming community, and get into those various chat rooms. The research that was done that showed the last couple of years, some of the major false flag events, false flag shootings, orchestrated events, the same day those things took place, the online chat rooms are shut down. Shut down to the public, that is. Shut down to the public, meaning those playing online games could not get in. They could not chat. And their games were shut down. But what was found 
is that the chat capabilities were opened up to those on the inside to be able to chat all they want and communicate all they want. So this is how they're using ways to communicate during mass shootings and how to respond with the media and what should be the key words and the bullet points in today's news. The communications are done in online chat game gaming chat rooms. Actually mentioned by QAnon was Activision. And this is where the new CFO comes in for. CFO for Square Inc., which reports up to Jack Dorsey, owned by Twitter. So once again, another deep state operative involved in promotions, jobs in the deep state, and working for the black hats. That's all I've got for today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take down our social media pages. Thanks for listening.